Eve's good history A little touch of mystery With lots of hilarity It's Adderall Alright, Tom, Gigalade. This is the Gigalade of something very close to my heart, something I really like and something I uh, catch every day, uh, every workday. It's the Oban. Ah, yeah, okay. All right, here we I've, go. I've taken the Oban before. Have you? How many times? <clears throat> no, like I used to live. I know I, I'm always like, I'm always slagging <laughs> off the northern suburbs, but I used to live um, Gulfview Heights. There you go. So you yeah, so the I, I used twice. to catch the Oban All pretty right. much every day. Well, this is the story of it. Not so much school. the story of the Oban, but one of my favourite stories from the Oban, which I actually remembered. So um, this is I'm gonna ha- hazard a guess that it involves on. somebody driving yeah, onto. Yeah. yeah, of course, <laughs> exactly right. Why do people? It's it's pretty well signed. Yeah, very well signed. It couldn't be better signed, but people are idiots. Yeah, okay. that's what we'll find out today. Yeah. Okay. The Oban Busway is a guided busway servicing the northeastern suburbs of Adelaide. Represent. Adelaide's Oban was introduced in 1986 to service the city's rapidly expanding northeastern suburbs, uh, replacing an earlier plan for a tramway section. Not Amway, tramway. Got it. They're not going to sell you any any uh, bad goods. No. The Oban busway provides a specially built track combining the elements of both bus and rail systems. Uh, it's 12 kilometres long and has three interchanges, Clemsig, Paradise and Tea Tree Plaza in Modbury. Interchanges allow buses to enter and exit the busway and continue on suburban routes, um, avoiding the need for passengers to, you know, get off the bus and get on another yeah. mode of transport yeah. or something like that. It's, it, I think it really is a very clever idea, and it, I think it works really well. Buses travel at a maximum Brilliant. speed of 100 k's an hour, and the bus is ca- a bus. The busway is capable of carrying 18,000 passengers an hour from Adelaide to Tea Tree Plaza in 15 minutes. Sensational. As of 2015, the busway carries approximately 31,000 people per weekday. Now, that's it's good. Well, hang it on. Is they're, good. they're all traveling into the northern suburbs, though, so are they really people? <laughs> and why are they traveling? They, they don't work out that way. No, that's right. It's not like they've got yeah. jobs. Yeah, yeah, that's right. Well, it's northeast. It's, uh, like yeah. I said, it's a big difference. The northeast it's is a big is, difference. There's no difference between the north and the north. Anything north of Grand <laughs> Junction is scum. <laughs> I think that should just be our new logo because you say it every episode. <laughs> anything, everything north of Grand Junction is north and anything north is scum. <laughs> the Oban is only for buses. It's pre- Like you said, pretty well signed. Yeah. Um, cars yep. entering the Oban are deterred by a large number of signage Very at entrance Very good signage, yeah. And there's also a thing called a sump buster, a device that rips out the car's sump, like oil pan, right. if it goes onto the track. <laughs> it's just like a big. I, don't, I, I knew I was going to do. No, this hang on, week. it's designed to rip out. Yeah, if a so car that like not on only it, not only are you like punished by the embarrassment of having driven on the O-Bahn and everyone laughing at you, but your car gets like they they built it so they, it actually yeah, they mess up damages the car. your car. Yeah, that's is right. that to stop so that like the car stops running? Yeah, but, I but think... the car won't stop running though. It'll just run without oil and, and then, then like overheat, overheat yeah. which is like doing even more significant damage than just ripping the, the sump car. off. Yeah. And it's not always going to deter everyone. I looked it up. An average of four cars a year enter the over. Yes, of course they do. Must be removed by crane. Now it's usually four cars a year. (laughs) It's usually the elderly, of course, and the um, like tourists. Tourists, I would say, yeah, tourists or foreigners or like new arrivals. Yeah, I have actually seen a car in Tea Tree Plaza. Like in the interchange part, like going around, it like no. drove down. Da- yeah, no, it drove down there, and it was going to go in the bus stop, and it stopped, 
and then a guy who was on a bus hopped out and like guided them back onto the road. Yeah, that because yeah. like at Tiju Plaza, it, like to get down into the interchange, you have to go down a ramp, and then it's like the bus interchange bit, and then you drop off the ramp onto the actual over. Yeah, right? they, they like went yeah. down past the library and turned left. But let me tell you the story <laughs> of amazing. I'll take you 10 10 years back to one of my favourite Oban stories. On December 3rd, 2007, Barry John Nicholson. Oh, Bazza. A 24-year-old Irish tourist. Irish accent, please, Tom. Oh, to be sure, to be sure. Wait, what what happens when I drive down here? Oh, shit. Accompanied by his friend, drove a camper van onto the Oban tracks. Got the camper van. We're going to go travelling. I'm thinking we're going to go around all the way around Australia. Uh, that's what he was doing actually my assumption my assumption is that this is like the um, the uh, those roads in Germany Autobahn the Autobahn sounds the same sounds similar going and, to be uh, very uh, my assumption is we can go on that and just drive just drive as fast as we want they ent- with the camper van they entered the busway at Park Terrace at Gilberton and drove what's that grinding noise <laughs> what's all this oil behind us a lot of oil flicking up did you check the sump before we left Seems to be uh, flames coming around the sides of the camper van. They drove for several. Almost like the oil's on fire. <laughs> they drove for several kilometers along We're the a lovely tra- time. track. You know what I haven't seen? No traffic. You know what I haven't seen anyone else <laughs> in either direction. Um, there was a bus coming the other way. They were waving frantically. So friendly in this part of the world. They drove down the track for several kilometers until they stopped in a panic once they realized what was going on near St. Peter's. The I think men we might be in trouble. <laughs> the men tried to flag down the buses in both directions, and one hit the rear of their rented van, oh, causing shit. slight damage. Oh shit! <laughs> oh, I'm not going to get the deposit back on that, am I? <laughs> At the time, a senior constable said it was actually a pretty good effort, and you know he made it a fair distance, and he had row maps. But unfortunately, he was a bit confused, uh, saw the busway, and Hang thought on. he was able to enter it. Who would have thought a confused Irishman? There's just going to be one more stereotype coming with this as well. The two Irishmen refused to comment and would only confirm they were fine on the day. The driver then returned a blood alcohol reading of 0.154. I admit, I'd had a couple of Guinness and a few and a few Jamesons before I left this morning. Three times the legal limit. Or, you know, probably the standard limit for an Irishman. <laughs> I thought we might be in trouble once I uh, got on the uh, autobahn and realised it wasn't a fucking autobahn at all. <laughs> the next day in court, Barry Nicholson lost his licence for 12 months and stated, love this quote, I'm going to take the bus to Melbourne. I was sick of driving anyway. <laughs> <laughs> I was already overdriving, which is why I was just doing it drunk rather than uh, You know what? I thought, always wanted to drive on the autobahn. Sick of driving anyway. I'll go and lose my licence. See how far I can get. I've got a couple of keys. I don't play by your rules. (laughs) Uh, Barry told the court that he had drunk wine 12 hours before the crash. Bullshit. (laughs) The magistrate said they, quote, must have been pretty potent drinks. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, pretty standard. Barry was also fined $750 and had to pay for the damage of the camper van. He stated, I'm glad no one was hurt. It was stupid. But he was also... Starting to see the funny side of an embarrassing moment. Because he arrived at the court drunk <laughs> for the trial. I like how he was starting to see the funny side. It's like, like the day after yeah. all this happened. <laughs> I started to see the funny side. Admittedly, one child did die. But, uh, you know, silver linings. Uh, only cost me $750 in fines. I thought it'd be much worse than that. 
So that, Tom, is the story of the drunkish Irishman and... The drunkish Irishman. The drunkish Irishman <laughs> and the Orban. That even sounds like an Irish song. Orban, 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 Orban. Why did the uh, Why did the drunk Irishman take two maps on his tour around Australia? Why is that? To be sure, to be sure. Oh, very good, very good. All right. Oh, Barney, 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 Barn, Barney, Barney, Barn. Had a lol. We hope you all had a lol. I died alone.